Okay. After we have this meeting today, you're, you're going to hear, uh, and, and Jerome has already begun it, the call for more people to participate um, in ministry and in service. And there's going to be a call for faith. We have to look out into the, to the future and ask the question, where is God calling us? Follow-up question. Will I have the courage to go? So, quickly, I want us to look at Hebrews, a few verses in Hebrews 11 and 12. But go to the next slide. Because there is a verse that several years ago, Marianne and I decided we're going to do this. Typically, we read the second Corinthians five, seven. We live by what or we live by what we believe, not by what we see. Or you might say we walk by faith and not by sight. The best one I saw, though, is this. We walk by faith and not by appearances. Not by what it looks like out there. We want to learn to walk by faith. So in 2013, and I've, I've told bits and pieces of this story, but I want to tell the whole thing. 2013, we're in Destin, Florida, with our four children and Mary Ann's parents. And no, it was earlier than that, wasn't it? It's was 2013. A few years ago, we were in Destin, Florida. And um, family vacation, we, we brought Marianne's parents with us. We were living in Tulsa at the time. And um, so we're, we're having this vacation and we're doing things. We go to the beach and we go to restaurants. And, and we hadn't seen Marianne's parents, um, you know, in a while. And we noticed that they had, their health had deteriorated. And so we had a wonderful week. On the way back to Tulsa, we dropped them off. We're driving back, and I said, Marianne, you know, we've talked about at some point moving to back to Louisiana. My parents live there. My sisters live there. Her siblings live there. Her parents live there. And so we talked about going back and living there because we've been gone since we were married for 25 years. I said, Marianne, if we're going to go back to Louisiana, we have to go now. And again, the reason is because um, our, our youngest son was, was, going to be, was going to start his junior year, and I would not take him out of, of school his senior year. And so if we wait, that's a year and a half to two years. And I said, if we wait two years, your parents' health may really decline. And she said, I'm thinking the same thing. Okay. So I said in my great faithful voice, oh, I think that's what the Lord wants then. Let's go. So we decided that we were going to move to Louisiana. Here's what I've learned. 
It's one thing to say something, and by the way, feel free to amen this statement, because that way I don't feel like I'm all alone. It's one thing to say something about faith. It's a whole different ballgame to do it. <laughs> so here's what I did. I thought, well, I'll just go to lunch with my mentor and tell him what I'm thinking, and I know what he'll say. He'll say, now, sitters, you need to be responsible and you need to get this done and you need to take care of this and you need to make sure that this and that and the other. So I had just I'm just telling you, thank you for the compliment. But I got to confess this morning, Charlie, I, I was hoping he would say, oh, I, I don't I don't think that's a wise idea. You better better reconsider that. Then I could go and say, well, you know, this is a godly man. And he said, probably shouldn't do this. Right. Told him the whole thing. And I paused to take a breath. And he said, have you set a date yet to leave? I said, no, I haven't set a date to leave. He said, put it on paper. I backtracked a little bit. I thought, well, is that all you're going to tell me? Is there something else here? Shouldn't you tell me about responsibility and my family? He just said, no, when, you, when, when are you going? So I went home and I said, Marianne. Just talk to Terry, and guess what? we got to go. Now, that doesn't, I mean, that's a huge, we're going. In June, I meet with, with my elders in Tulsa area, and I said, guys, it's on a Wednesday night. I said, I, I don't know any other way to tell you this, but it's time for us to move back home and to help take care of Marianne's parents. And uh, we've decided to do that. And they said, Hey, we understand completely. What are you going to do? And I said, I don't know. I have no idea. What do you mean you don't know? You don't come in here and do that, you know, and, and without have, you, usually you work behind the scenes and get everything taken care of. And then you move forward. And I said, I don't know. God's going to have to provide this. And, and I'm thinking the whole time, look at me. I'm walking by faith, not by sight. And these people are impressed. They think that's pretty cool. Not that I'm leaving, but by walking by faith, okay? Yeah. So and I'm thinking, yeah, they're just it, here's how it'll go. A to B, and then B to C, and C to D, and D to E, and there we are, and people will just cheer us when we get to Louisiana. It didn't work that way. A month later, toward the end of July, I stood up before the congregation, I preached the sermon, and I read them my letter of resignation that we're moving to Louisiana, and, you know... And, 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 and they, they were crying. I was glad they were crying. But afterwards, they come up and say, well, what are you going to do? And I said, I, I don't know. This is July. And I said, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I was making phone calls. I was sending out emails. I was, I was talking on the phone. And I was trying to get everything worked out. But nothing was working out. And, and now this verse doesn't just, at, at, that, at that moment, this verse doesn't really look appealing to me anymore. It's kind of frustrating to me. This thing's not working out like I thought it should work out. Well, God, we're walking by faith here. We're supposed to enroll our children in their new school in Louisiana the middle of August. The last week of July, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I've never known what I'm doing, but I didn't know what I was going to do for work. That was a joke. I didn't know what. 
So I tried to sell my house by owner, and, and, and I'm still making phone calls, and the house wouldn't sell, and it's getting frustrating. And i got to tell you that there were some, just for me, not Mary Ann, but there was some yakking going on. What, what, what are we going to do? This looks embarrassing. And I'll never forget one afternoon at 5 o'clock, I drove into Doc's Market, and it was hot. And I think I've told you this story. And I put the car in drive, and I sat there, and I had it out with God. God, why isn't any of this working out? Why, why am I in this situation right now? We're walking by faith, not by sight, God. We told everybody we're moving. I mean, what does this look like? I'm, I'm supposed to be the one, you know, to show everybody what it means to, to live by faith and not by sight. And lo and behold, I can't do it. I said, God, if you don't want us to move, fine, I'll stay here. I won't go back to that church. I won't put them through that anymore. I'll flip burgers. I don't care right now. Just let me know. And I went on for about 30 minutes. It's not my proudest moment. But I let God have it, I thought. And after about 20 minutes or so, I finally said, okay, God, I give up. I, I, I cannot make this happen. I surrender. That's it. I'm going home. I'm going to eat supper. I'm going to go to bed. I really don't care anymore. I give it to you. And I got home and Marianne was there and I said, I need to I need to talk to you. You know, her kids were running all over the house. <laughs> They're my kids, too. <laughs> Come back here. So I told her that story and I said, you know what? I, I, I surrender. I can't make it happen. I was. <sighs> the next morning before 10 o'clock, I get a phone call. From the school. That I had talked to months before. Hey, you still looking for a job? Yes. My mother calls before lunch. Hey, there's a little church down here that needs somebody just to preach on Sundays. Are you? Yes. I said, okay, God, I got it. I, I, I get it. See, we want to believe that walking by faith is just easy street. I want to tell you what I learned. For me, most of my life, it was this, okay? If you wake your neighbor up, this is, this is, this is the one. Walking, when, when I said I'm walking by faith and not by sight, I always had a net underneath me to catch me in case I fail. Right? Oh, I can, if this doesn't work, then I can go do that. Or if that doesn't happen, then, right? If this falls apart, well, I got a little savings over here, right? And so I always had a net underneath me. This situation pushed me out into the middle without any safety net. And I'm going to tell you right now, I was scared to death. We moved. We moved in with her parents. And for about three, three and a half years, she nursed them and cared for them and loved on them until they passed away. And I'll never forget those memories of watching that. And it was tough at times. But, but I think back now and I think about all of the, 
the opportunities that came our way, the people that we got to meet, people that made a difference in our lives. I can tell you right now, we wouldn't be in Kansas City if that hadn't happened. And so we get to, get to be with you, get to meet you. But it's not easy. And so quickly go, go through this with me. In Hebrews chapter 11, here's what we read. Uh, uh, verse 1. Now faith is being assured of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. But that's where it begins. This is where we believe God is calling us. It's not here yet, but, but I can see it and I don't have it in my hand. I could see moving to Louisiana. I could see it. But it just wasn't happening. Right? And so what the Hebrew writer here is saying that even though you don't have it in your hands, even though you don't attain it, every day we get up and we move in that direction because we believe that God has called us. Might it get embarrassing at some time? Might things happen that don't work out? It, it will happen. I was going to say it sometimes. No, it will happen that way. So faith is, is seeing before it, it is, is being attained. By the way, the Hebrew writer says this in verse 6. It's not on the slide. That um, without faith, you know the rest of it, it is impossible to, without faith, without learning how to live by faith and not by sight, it's impossible to please God. Because you see, I believe that's what God is in the business of, calling us continually into faith. Calling us continually to, to, to roll up that safety net. I'm putting it aside. I'm going to trust in God more than I'm going to trust in my own resources. And it's going to get scary. You don't know what tomorrow brings. But he says, without faith, it's impossible. Then he goes through in chapter 11 and he gives us all of these examples of people that did things. Abraham, God said, Abraham, let's go. God, where are we going? I'm not telling you. Let's go. And Abraham said, okay, let's go. Right? Where are you going? I don't know. Well, you can't do that. That's not reasonable. That's not rational. What are people going to think? I don't know. God called me. I'm going. i got to go. Time is... Our lives are too short on this earth not to walk by faith. So... In chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, skip over there. You read this. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great, a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And then let us run with perseverance the race that is marked out for us. Now, there is a key element in this verse that you may not have thought about. And it's this. My faith is often developed by others. Now, let that sink in. My faith is often developed by my encounter with others. And so the writer says, look. Since you're surrounded by all of these folks, they're up in the heavenlies, but they are the ones that, that you remember, and those are the ones that influenced you. Because of that, now it's your turn to run. So in one of my Bibles, right there in, in Hebrews chapter 12, I have a list of all of those people who have gone on 
who've made a huge difference in my life. And they are my cloud of witnesses. And I remember them. Because the idea is, you know what? They went first. They went. They went ahead. They lived by faith. But here's what it also does for us. It challenges us to ask the question, am I living by faith? Or am I living by comfort? Am I living because I've got everything together? And, you know, well, when, you know, when I was 20, boy, now I lived by faith back then, you know. And so, but now, now I've got it all worked out. And I put pencil to paper. I don't know where in the future God calls us. I don't know what, what we look like. I don't know the direction necessarily that we go. But it starts with a commitment to live by, to live by faith and not by sight. But back to this. How am I encouraging others or not to walk by faith? Now, here's the other part. You say, Sitters, I'm in there with you. That sounds good. you got a great story, man. You went to Louisiana and you, you lived and you survived. And here you're telling us about it. Here's what the writer says. You want to do that? Then get ready to go through some trials. Get ready to shed some stuff. Get ready to confess some stuff. And the first thing that hinders us is the fear of walking by faith. It's the fear of walking by faith. There are things that hinder us from doing that. There's also sin that keeps us from doing that. That's what the writer says. That, that entangles us. I like to think of it as it chokes the life out of us. Now, once you do that, here's what he says. Get in the starting block. Because now you've got to run. Okay, I don't know about you, but I watched runners yesterday at the, at the track meet. And just standing there watching them go by, I got out of breath. It's like they sucked my air out. I couldn't breathe. But he said, now you've got to run. You say, no, 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 God. I think what I'm going to do is I, I'm going to walk by faith. I'm just going to go at a leisurely pace. Wave at everybody. He said, no, you're getting in the starting blocks. Because when you run, you're going to get out of breath. And you're going to cramp up. And you're going to train. And today you may only run 50 yards. Tomorrow, 60 yards. But you've got to run. I mean, when we make the decision to walk by faith and not by sight, we get in the starting block and we take off. We don't look behind us. Because we're practicing and we're developing that discipline of faith, that muscle of faith. Just like anything else, it grows as as you work it. But we're developing trust in Jesus. You know, we sing the song, I surrender all. I want to do that. I want to give you everything. I trust you more than I trust the government of the United States. I trust you more than anything else in this world. 
want to go for it. Faith ultimately then is following Jesus. He says in verse 2 then, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. And watch what he says about Jesus. Now, here's, here's the example. Who for the joy set before him. You ready to start running in the starting block and, and, and run? Don't do it with a frown on your face. Don't go, well, I guess I'm going to do this, but I don't know what this is going to mean. I don't know if I can do this or not. I'm not this scares me to death. No, for the joy set before him. He did a couple of things. He endured the cross. And this next phrase is scorning its shame. It's not really translated correctly. It means he demolished the shame that came with it. So he has this joy and he's going forward. And he's enduring the cross and he's scorning the shame. And he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now you better consider Jesus is what he says here. Who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. When we decide to walk by faith and not by sight, I promise you this. Wake your neighbor up again. I promise you this. Other people are going to criticize and say, who do you think you are? What, what, what are you doing? You really think that's the way to do it? We don't recognize you. Grandma didn't teach us that. We want to, we want to walk by faith and not by sight. So I'll leave you with this. Bob Goff, in one of his books, writes about a, a young man named Lex. And, and I thought about Lex yesterday as I was at the track meet. Lex is, a, is a, um, a young man who, early in life, as a young kid, lost sight in one eye. And by the time he was eight, he had some kind of disease. He lost sight in both eyes. But Lex could run. And he decided when he got to high school, I'm going to be on the track team. Right? You've got to think about this. Right? What do you say to Lex? Well, I'm not sure how that's going to work, Lex. Uh, you know, you've got to follow a certain lane. But he was fast. So what they did is they got somebody who would run in front of him and keep calling his name and run around the track. Can you imagine if that was your job, but Lex is fast, you would have to be in shape. And he did well. And as he got older, he decided to enter, I believe, the Paralympics. But if you're going to be a runner, you also have to have a field event. He chose the long jump. And if you know anything about the long jump, there's a board, right, that you have to run up to. You can't cross the board and you jump into a sand pit. How, how is he going to do this? So his friend takes him to the end of the, the runway, and he squares him up. I mean, you better square him up straight. And he said, don't move until it's his time to run. And he, so he's, he counted his steps before he jumps. And his friend is down there yelling, fly, 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 listening to his voice. He's listening to his voice and he's counting the steps. And when he gets there, he jumps. Can you imagine the feeling in Lex's mind and heart when he jumps and he's flying and he comes down in the pit? And he won several of these events. I mean, he could really run and jump. 
One day his friend messed up just a little bit, and it doesn't take much. He thought he had him square, and he wasn't. And Lex takes off. Fly, 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 fly. When he gets close, he realizes, oh, dear Lord. He was off to the side. He was right at the, on the end of the board, and when he jumped, he jumped and landed on the running surface and tore it up. His leg ripped his shorts. Oh, I'm so sorry, Lex. I'm so sorry. Let's go get you bandaged up. And da, 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 da. No, <laughs> that's only the first attempt, he said. Lex, he just led you astray. You just got hurt. See, Lex's faith in his friend was greater than his own ability. I trust him. Line me up. I'm going to run by faith. I trust this guy. I love this guy. He's not going to do me wrong. And let's go. And if we can do that in the human realm, can we not trust God? So we're going to walk by faith, not by sight. We're going to encounter all kinds of incredible adventure. And we're going to encounter all kinds of scary stuff and fear. And we've got to be there to encourage each other to get rid of those things that hinder. See, some of us have things in our lives that are hindering us from doing it. Some of us have sin in our lives that's entangling us. And we want to be there to love each other and to help each other and to encourage each other and say, No, it's time we get rid of that. Because we've got to run. We've got to run the race. And we'll get frustrated and we'll doubt. And we'll look down from on high at times and say, oh, there's no safety net. But it's worth it. May the Heartland Church of Christ be the church that's known as a people who trust God so much that they're willing to walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. And with God's help, we will. Let me ask you a question and then we'll stand and sing. What's hindering you this morning? What's entangling you this morning? What's scaring you to death? You can come and present those to God right now. There'll be people that'll circle around you and love on you and we'll pray together. That's what it means to walk by faith and not by sight. Let's stand and sing.